You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. What's up, Mega Bowlers? Welcome to the Derek's Mega Bowl Podcast, a podcast for you, the Mega Bowlers, as we bring you our non-expert opinions and advice. It's Friday, August 26th at the time of this recording. We are bringing this episode a little earlier than usual in hopes that we can help you with the draft prep, draft prep for the Mega Bowl. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, as usual, we have the man with the stash, Eric Barge. And yeah, everyone's favorite. Lovable loser, Jake Smith. We have a fun episode planned for you as we discuss a mock draft that we just recently did. We'll break down the draft round by round, discuss risers and followers first. Let's say hi to the boys. Jake, Eric, how are you guys? We're finally together. We What's alive. up? What's up? Cameras. We're in four corners of the room. What's up? This took we're, about an hour to get set up, but we're finally figured we're, it out here. We're finally together. Finally together. We're in. We're at Eric's Separate. house right now. Separate but together. Yeah, we're doing four corners. It's kind of uh, interesting. We, got, we have some shit to figure out. We do. Fuck we God. have a special guest joining us for the entire show today. He's the reigning Makeable champion, and he cruised to a championship in season two. A guy I've known for my entire life, and someone we are all hunting down this season to throw in his reign. Please welcome Tyler Carl. Tyler, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys? We are good. You have been joining us on a crazy episode. Messy yeah, it was episode. interesting so far. <laughs> hey, Tyler, tell us a little about, uh, a bit about yourself. Uh, originally from Fenimore, uh, two years younger than Derek, so known Derek for a very long time. Um, by trade, I'm a teacher. I taught middle school my all, all eight years that I've taught. I'm recently turned stay-at-home dad, so I really do live the American dream. I'd say. You are definitely tough. And I see you're rocking a Woodson jersey? Charles Woodson. Yep, one of those cheap China jerseys, you know, when we found it in high school. And we're like, oh, my God, a jersey for, like, $10? Let's get it. And this is what I got. <laughs> I see Jake's rocking an ugly Bears t-shirt. The lovable loser. Hooker with Chad White jersey. <laughs> Stash, you got a Kittle. George Kittle, baby. And I got Mr. Trigo. Tough Guy. Thomas, Patrick, Edward, Brady, Jr. Bring in the goat today. Is he still playing this so year? Glad. Can we get a Twitter poll? Like, who's more beautiful, Derek Hubbard or Tom Brady? Like, I mean. Ooh. Life goals, baby. Ooh. Life goals. From what I've heard, he's been compared to him a lot this week. This week? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, your wife's been calling me, telling me, Tom, lately. It's Ooh. getting a little old. Hey, so Tyler, what got you into the Mega Bowl? Why are you, why are you doing it? Man? Well, um, you actually ran a redraft league in like 2012. I remember I was teaching in Colby, Wisconsin, um, and I think I actually won that once or twice um, for. And so I just remember loving getting checks from Derek Hubbard, and so I figured I might as well try my luck at a at something a much bigger and i think that's what's the most unique about it is it's so huge there's tons of variables um 
and it's it's tough. Like it's really tough. It's really uh, like two seasons. It is no for sure. And I vividly remember drafting my team last year. My wife was sleeping next to me, and I said, "Well, my team sucks." <laughs> and um, I'll give her a little bit of credit. So she was still awake, and I said, "Okay." Cooper Cup or Robert Woods? She's like, I really like the name Cooper. It's like, okay. <laughs> and so that's actually how I even drafted Cooper Cup. It wasn't even like it was somebody I was hunting down. Why um, are you admitting this stuff? Well, because, I mean. Take some credit, man. credit where credit is due. Right. Hillary, I mean, she kicks oh. her husband's butt. And so, I mean, my wife helped me a little bit, I guess. I'll give her a little credit. I think we should start listening to our wives because, as I mentioned before, I think episode one, my wife played in one league with me and she drafted everybody based on looks and got yeah. second place. <laughs> so we, we maybe should ask our wives a little bit more information. Couldn't hurt, hey. I guess. Yeah. So what'd you do with your winnings? I think I you were going to take your wife out to a nice dinner. At least that's what you told the league mates. Well, I did. Um, you guys ever been to Ishnala? Yeah. Excuse times. me? So Couple, Ish- three times. Ishnala. It's a supper club, number one supper club in Wisconsin. So we only live like 10 minutes from it. Overlooks um, Beer Lake. Yep. Yep. So we went, went eight. Um, and then uh, really not too far from there uh, is a golf course that I got a membership at last year. And so I just rolled those winnings into a golf membership. Oh, wow. Nice. So like Good I do take the, ba- I take the baby. Like on Tuesday, we were both out on the golf course. I just set her down, hit my ball, pick her up, <laughs> drive off. Nice. Old ladies are like, this is the funniest thing ever. So it's good. It's good I to see it. the winning. I That's what I like. Awesome. Hey, before we get into our draft, I like to ask each of our guests this. What's your bold prediction for this upcoming season? I'll go first. So I was looking at some win totals. Okay. If I was a betting man i would put my money lions over six and a half this is actually this is a great segue into yes, something we is. were just talking about before we we brought you on jake made a bet today he yeah i he took, made uh, a bet that the bears were going to win over or six games this year over five and a half five, so they have to win six games and eric and i think he's a complete dipshit for that bet what are your thoughts I, I, not one, not one I was making. <laughs> I think well, it's gonna happen. He is a bear. Now it's recorded. Well, I, so it, we can go back and play the tape. End of the season. This is true. Yeah, no, I'm going. I'm going lines. You know, top five offensive line, good running back. Um, you know, Hawkinson's top ten. Even though Derek hates him, uh, he would never draft him in his life. He said that. Um, no, I didn't say that. But. I, I don't know. I at the end of the year they had some things rolling and I, I think uh, I think they're gonna do pretty well. So they need seven wins? They need seven. And so <clears throat> you figure the Bears, that's two. Yep. Um, that's you know, you might guaranteed. Prefer, <laughs> I don't even think you the, might Lions, get one. the Lions aren't gonna pa- be the Bears. Packers one, Vikings two. Yeah, they're they're about there. Well, but then, then they play like the Jets and the like, there. terrible, like their schedule's pretty favorable to to be able to get that and that's why i said the bears too because the bears schedule is pretty favorable and they're going to ride deandre swift to a top five all-time dynasty or fantasy football season so they're i'm all about detroit all right you guys ready for this? hey before we get going before i wanted to 
since we're together, we all have a drink. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to all the Mega Bowl listeners cheers. out there. Here's a cheers to you guys. If you're on the road, maybe wait till you get home, but let's get started. I like it. So as I mentioned, Tyler's going to be joining us for this entire episode to break down the draft. Eric, Jake, and Tyler and I recently did a mock draft and sleeper to help you guys out prep what you might see in next week, Tuesday's uh, Mega Bowl draft. Tyler had the three spot, Eric had the five. I took the nine spot, and Jake likes the back end, so he took the 12 spot. Classic. All right, guys. You ready to dig in? Yep. All right, so I will share the draft um, board on the screen for those that are watching it. If you're not watching it and just listening to it, I will send out the draft board just so you guys have this because I did get some feedback that it is kind of hard to to follow but so here's how round one went christian mccaffrey went number one overall followed by jonathan taylor just jefferson cooper cup eric took off joe mixon eric henry Tar chase i took Devontae adams at the ninth spot delvin cook travis kelsey and jake took Najee harris guys are you surprised by any of the picks in round one it's nope. pretty it's pretty cookie cutter, um, maybe like the order, but in terms of who got taken in the first round, I'd say, yeah, that's pretty typical so far. I think Delvin Cook probably should have got taken a little earlier, but and especially in a PPR league. Well, McCaffrey went number one. That's, <clears throat> that's shaking up the draft right away because I'm pretty sure 99% of all drafts, Jonathan Taylor is going number one, right? I don't think anymore. Not, Did, not, not 99%. But... Well, most, I would say Jonathan Taylor's, they're going to play the safe card on that. But Joe Mixon went at number six. He's a guy that's been going in the second round, definitely rose in this draft. I would say that's a little surprise, right? There. That's a, that's high. Yeah. Going ahead of someone like Delvin Cook, going ahead of Jamar Chase, Najee Harris. CD, your boy. Yeah, even CD. I mean, I don't know if I'd go Joe Mixon that high, a guy that has struggled previously even to stay on the field. Yeah, they boosted the offensive line. They're going to be a great offense. He's going to have plenty of opportunities to score, but... I think you six. just put every reason why he should be at six then right there. Right. I mean, High I, powered I think offense, every... a lot of scoring chances. He's but got nobody, guys... nobody to compete with. Would you guys take him over somebody like Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry? I probably would. In a, PP, mm-hmm. in a PPR league, if it's yeah. half PPR or, or standard, I'd probably go Henry, but... What about Jamar Chase? I'd be taking Jamar Chase before either one of them. If it was me, that's a tough one. Position at six. I don't want that decision. Right. Honestly, Eric, I wouldn't have took Eckler where you were at. I would have took Jamar Chase before all three of them. Eckler missed like two games last year, and he was still running back too. So I agree. Eckler had a hell of a season, but you don't get points for last season. You get a boost, don't you? Or no? I don't think you get anything. Not in this league. (laughs) Half a boost. Not any leagues I ever played in. So Derek Clyde to me. Tyler, you took Justin Jefferson at number three. Yep. Are mm. you high? You must be pretty high on him like everyone else. I I think he leads the league this year in, in receiving yards. I think new offensive coordinator, they're going to chuck it all over the place. Um, yes, he's got Kirk as a, as a quarterback, but I think the after the catch aspect, he uh, he could be pretty dynamic. Yeah, he's uh, so... I He's someone I'm looking three. at number two. I have the I, number two pick. And I've been pondering taking him number one overall. 
say screw screw those running backs. I just wonder if we're not overrating him just a little bit. I, I agree with you guys. I think he's probably going to be the number one wide receiver, but if that's the way everybody feels, I mean, everybody else thought that Robert Woods is going to be the number one wide receiver in L.A. last year, and that never happened. So, Yeah, but Jamar, or he, Justin he, Jefferson he, has proven he's a number one wide receiver. He, he's never put up a wide receiver one, like the number one overall season. Not number one, but he's the number one in his own offense, where Robert Woods, that was debatable. So is Jamar Chase, though. What's your argument for, Jamar, or for Jefferson over Chase? T. Higgins. God. Of course, Jake. Yeah, here we go. Of course. I think I got him. But anyways. Oh, yeah, I did. Anyway. All right, so let's dive into round two. So Jake got to start off round two. He took our DeAndre Swift, followed by Stephon Diggs, Debo Samuel. I took my boy C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, first quarterback to go off on the board, Elvin Kamara, Eric took Mark Andrews, Nick Chubb, Tyler Carl went Aaron Jones, followed by Saquon Barkley, and then Leonard Fournette. Anything jump off the board? Round two. First quarterback, obviously. I think it's early for any quarterback to go, so I would not be doing something like that. But that was Andrews also too. odd. Yeah. I, Andrews? What's wrong with Andrews? No, I, I, I really like him. Don't get me wrong. Um, Way too early. In, to two, in round two, yeah, it's pretty, pretty early. I would agree on both. Josh Allen going that middle of the second round, that's a little too early. But you know what's going to happen. There's always a guy that just values the quarterback way too heavily. But I just don't feel like you can in the Mega Bowl. With that many flex spots, you need to get a wide receiver and a running back. And I mean, Josh Allen's for sure going in round three. Somewhere in round three, someone's going to do it. But I'm probably not touching a quarterback at least until six or seven. Yeah. But I think Nick Chubb went. He should not be in front of Fournette, Barkley, or Jones. And there's even a couple of guys, prop maybe in the third round, that I would have taken for running backs over Chubb too. But I think having Jacoby Brissett as his quarterbacks, they're probably going to feed him more, but his efficiency is going to be way down. And I think Cream Hunt probably gets a good amount of work there. Nick Chubb might be the best running back in the NFL, pure running back. I agree, but he's never going to be down in third downs. They're going to have cream hot in there. I can't see him even in first and second downs. If they're doing a play action, I can't see Brissett checking it down to Chubb. I just don't see them being a prolific offense period until Watson is back. Yeah. I think that's my point. His scoring chances. Yeah. Are just not going to be there. So having him in front of Aaron Jones, who might score 10 to 12 touchdowns and catch 80 passes. That's why I think it's a reach. But that's why I also like the Aaron Jones pick by Tyler there, too. I, I was just going to say that Aaron Jones at the 210, that's a steal. In my yeah, it is. Especially in a full PPR. Mm-hmm. This guy is going to have a ton of, ton of targets. He's going to have a ton of catches. Yeah, Aaron or A.J. Dillon's going to you know, take some of the rushing attempts from him. But I think they're both going to be on the field at the same time. Yeah, why I, wouldn't you? I, I like think Barkley. it's so smart. It, between Barkley and Jones, I'm – I'm taking Barkley just based off of the upside, the possible upside. I, I, Aaron Jones is not the tr- a true number one RB in Green Bay. He is going to split, maybe not 50-50, but it's going to be 60-40 with AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon's very good. AJ Dillon is being started as an RB two in a lot for a lot of people's teams, and I just think the upside for Barkley is just is worth the risk at that late. 
in the second round. I think Saquon has a little of the McCaffrey effect right now. He's burned too many people the past couple of years. So people are just fading him and not willing to take him. But I, but I would not, 100% take Barkley. first round. We're talking late second round. Right. Not much risk there. I would probably take Barkley over Aaron Jones. That's that's me as well. Not just because I hate the Packers, but you're playing upside. You need you need that advantage in the Mega Bowl, and you need that guy that has the potential RB1 overall. Not saying Aaron Jones doesn't have it, but Barkley, talent-wise, has that. What's to prevent, to, to prevent teams from triple-teaming Barkley every time? Who else do they have to go to? That's, I think, my biggest thing is Aaron Jones is the one A to a one B. I agree, but he's probably going to catch. He's probably he might be the lead receiver for the Packers this year, and Dylan might be the wide receiver too for the Packers this year. So I think they're both great values where they where where they're both going. But I think Aaron Jones over Barkley all day. I think Quadzilla officially officially hates you calling him one B because the Florida's called him one A and one A. So you might want to get that. <laughs> well, I don't care what the Florida right. said. I'm not a Packer fan, so. All right, let's go into round three. So Mike Evans led off round three, followed by A.J. Brown. Javante Williams went to Tyler. James Conner. Michael Pittman went to Eric. Patrick Mahomes, our second quarterback, went off, then followed by Kyle Pitts. Zeke, I took Keenan Allen at the 3-9. Cam Akers, Deontay Johnson, and then Eric or Jake took his boy, T. Higgins. Anything surprise you in round three? T. Higgins. How does that surprise? I don't. Know. I'm not, I, don't I don't know why he's a top five round pick, but I've seen him even go in the second round. People are very high in him. It's a steal. The last pick in the third round. That's a steal. I'm kidding. He's a top ten wide receiver. I'm kidding, Jake. Thanks, man. Tyler, anything stand Maybe, out? maybe James Conner. Um, you know yeah. he. I think he's getting overlooked a lot. Like in my redraft league, I'm going to end up keeping him in like the eighth round. Um, because I mean, if I can get a number one, yeah, it's great value. But, um, and something like this, I don't know. I think if you look in the next round, I probably would go as much as you'd hate, uh, um, crap Baker Mayfield. I'd probably take DJ Moore over James Conner. I mean, like, yeah, I would agree with that, James Conner. There's a lot of guys after. That's really early. There's a lot of guys after him that I like more. Like, mm-hmm. I would take Cam Akers over James Conner at that position. Ezekiel Elliott, not big on him, but I probably like him more than James Conner. I, I want to make a statement ETN? about Zeke. I, I, I'm pretty fired up over this Cowboys losing Tyron Smith, everything. But I do think it has some fantasy value. The reason being, I think Zeke's going to be more on the field now than what they anticipated because he's probably the best blocking running back. They're going to need that line protection, that extra person. That's great for fantasy value. No, but I'm saying he's going to be on the field more than what they expected where you're going to have an opportunity to have more catches or runs where I think this really hurts uh, Tony Pollard having such a bad line now i mean zeke even with have... what what's that even with what dax said today god i just don't tp what dax said today dax was like praising tony pollard about how like he's that's just gonna pollard's be crazy better. 
I hope better. so. I, I hope they use two back, even a jet sweep, you know, just running both running backs. But I think I when, don't think Zeke at three eight though is bad value. I think that's about no, I, no, I about the best spot that he that, that he could go. I would rather have Zeke than James Conner. I'm not big. I'm I would really not rather have James Zeke Conner. than James. Who does James Conner have to compete with? He's Nobody. He's got Eno Benjamin is the RB two there right now. They 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 drafted that rookie. Uh, I don't know if it's Kyron Williams there or whatever it was, which was hurt. So he's got no run. But James Conner's the number one there. They should be a pretty decent offense. So sure. I and Javante Williams at three three, that could be a league winner. Dude, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I, I like love that. that. That's my favorite pick in this round. Yeah, thank absolutely. you. I appreciate. I agree with that. So I mean, basically, basically Tyler Carl, you made every great pick in every round of the first three so far. You, you are dominating right. That's why you are the champ. That's why we yeah. have we have you on here. You, well, I'm just now I'm letting out all my secrets. Just so great draft. We're hoping you have a really good draft now and a terrible draft later. That's yeah, the, right. That's the goal. I, just I don't know. Point the out first that, overall pick is going to be weird. That Keenan Allen going that late, I think, is a surprise. Like Kyle Pitts should not be going before Keenan Allen, in my opinion. Well, it's position. I don't think Mahomes should either, but. Right. People want that position. Flexibility. I don't know. You guys want to make a bet right here? Yep. I think something we just debated. Our first Mega Bowl bet. Jake, you think Ezekiel Elliott's going to finish really high? Higher than James Conner? James Conner versus Ezekiel yep. Elliott? I don't really feel that strongly about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't you like... guys don't want to make a bet right okay. here? I'll bet Zeke and Cam Akers. I don't either one of them. Like, I don't care about – I'm not drafting either one of them. I'm just telling you that right now. Neither of those guys are going to be on my fantasy, any of my fantasy teams. We wanted to bet. We wanted to put it on the board right away. Wait till I feel strongly about something. Like, like, you just want to bet for – to bet? I don't know. I'll bet you Jamar Chase finishes higher than All right, let's get into round four. That's a bold prediction, and you want to bet me on it? What do I get for odds? Nothing. Round four. All right. Round four, Jay kicked it off. DJ Moore, followed by Justin Herbert, David Montgomery. I took my boy, Travis Etienne, George Kittle, Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy. Eric took Cortland Sutton, followed by Joel Burrow. Tyler got Jalen Waddell, Darren Waller, and then Lamar Jackson closed off round four. Three quarterbacks in round four. We have six quarter or five quarterbacks already off the board through four rounds. I think that's our biggest surprise. To me, that's- I mean, I don't think in a real draft that's going to happen. I don't know. Joe Burrow's know. not going to go that early in any redraft league. He's going to go before Lamar Jackson. No, no, he, he never no will. way. He won't go before Jackson, Hurts. He'll be in the Russell Wilson range. But, anyways, Tyler, you pretty high on Jalen Waddle? Or is he just um, a value pick? It was more value. I think at that point he might have been the highest player rated on the board. Um, and so it was kind of like a, a convenience pick, so to speak. Your um, likes the name Jalen. No, no. <laughs> but, I mean, she might. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, he he's crazy dynamic when he gets the ball in his hands. I mean, he had a good rookie season. You know, Tyreek is certainly going to spread the field. Um, so he he may get a lot of, you know, short to underneath routes and, and he's he's just he's not quite as fast as Tyreek, but he's still pretty darn fast. Um, so so yeah, it could be could be a good value pick at, at that point. 
Jerry Someone's... Judy went before Cortland Sutton. They went back to back. Where are you on this Cortland Sutton versus uh, Jerry Judy? Whose side are you on? Um, I'm going Judy. Wow. You're the first person I heard say that. Guess well, what? I'm going to make it the second person. I'm on Team Judy. I, I'm also on, on Team Judy. Uh, not big what? on Sutton at all. I'm not big on Sutton. Sutton, I think, could be a top 12 wide receiver this year. Hey, when's he going to be? He's 27. Like, when's he going to be a top? 26, I'm pretty sure. But Whatever. Like, Judy's been in the league, what, three years? And what has he done? I don't know if he's been a top 40 wide receiver. 22, 23? He's a kid. Three years in, done nothing. So, Well, he and, definitely got a big upgrade at quarterback, so I we'll agree. see what, what so, uh, that helps. This does, is, does Cortland Sutton remind you more of a DK Metcalf or a Tyler Lockett? I, well, I think that's pretty easy. I think that's a DK Metcalf. But Jerry DK Judy Metcalf has been the better receiver with Russell Wilson. Just saying. Not last year. All right. But anyways, I just want to bring up, though, while we're on the subject of those players, because I'm in a different league, and I can keep between Waddle, Godwin, and Judy. And I noticed here that Judy and Waddle went before Godwin did. You guys, I kind of, you know, was talking to you guys, and you guys thought Godwin for sure, but obviously he's... I would personally not take Judy or Waddle before Godwin, but I'm also banking on Godwin being healthy... And back to his normal self. Right. So I what don't do you trust think, Tua. I don't trust Tua. Um, but, I'm not. I'm not a Tua guy, so I probably wouldn't take Waddle. Um, I would go with Godwin. I think you're taking the you, Brady. You aspect drafted too. Waddle. I, I know, but if, <laughs> he's not showing his cards. His no. wife liked Jalen. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got both. So yeah. Even if Godwin out. is not healthy until week three, I think the overall upside will just outplay those two weeks missed. Right. Well, especially if that that old line's all beat up right now too. So if he has to get the ball out quick, that favors Godwin way over Evans. Well, that's when Chad White's going to come in. Or Chad White. Chad. All right. He's going to beat me. Round five. Brees Hall kicked off round five, followed by DK Metcalf. Tyler took Chris Godwin in round five. Speaking of Godwin, yeah. Josh Jacobs, Mike Williams went to Eric, J.K. Dobbins, Allen Robinson. Antonio Gibson, I took Michael Thomas, Kyler Murray, Elijah Mitchell, and then Jake took his Bears player, Darnell Mooney. Round five, guys. Super value. Stupid more quarterback pick of the round. Michael Thomas. Stupid this pick is... of the round, Michael Thomas. Worst pick? Yep. No, I agree. 100%. Antonio Gibson. Well. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty bad, too. He, he might not be a top 10-round pick right now. Top ten, top ten player. You talking about top ten round pick? Oh. I, I, I don't know. I'm just not very high on Michael Thomas. I don't know that he's going to be able to stay on the field. Completely agree. If he stays on the field, let's say he's guaranteed 17 games. I know that's asking a lot. Where let's would you, say where would you put him then? Would you put him in the top two rounds? No. no. If he plays 17 games, he's a top 12 wide receiver. No. Easy. No. no. Top 24. You're saying two years ago, Michael Thomas. He's two years he hasn't played. And you just say, oh, he's a top 10, just steps on the field, he's a top 10. There's no way. He's done. Just let's remember, Sean Payton was the one that was designing all those plays for him, too. Right. With Drew Brees. 
Mm -hmm. The same exact coaching staff is there that was there before. Jameis Winston is not Drew Brees? I'm going to (laughs) go on a limb and say no. Hey, let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. All right. Um, I would say that Jameis Winston does not end up with the same amount of yards passed as Drew Brees. What year? What year? Last, no, the final total, year. all his entire career. Oh, no. oh, oh what? What? You, what? We're you don't want to make that bet? Fantasy seasons. I am so I glad we recorded this. Awful Jake points this year than Drew Brees did his final year. That's not fair. He barely played. His ribs were broke and shit. I'll even go the year before that. I don't want to admit. I don't want to bet that. I'm just saying total total career. Okay, Jake, I'll make you a bet. bet. I bet if Michael Thomas and T. Higgins play the same amount of games this year, Michael Thomas finishes higher in the rankings than T. Higgins does. God, I love this. Make the bet. So what happens if they don't play the same amount of games? It's a voided bet. I'll make the bet with you. It's going to be void. They're not going to play the same amount of games. Put it on the board. Here we go. Our first bet right bet? there. I love this. Our first bet. I'll decide. You know what? I'm going to take it to Twitter. What the bet is. Well, since it's a podcast, it I'm probably not should be a monetary no value. It probably should be so. something else. What? It, since it's a, a podcast bet, it probably shouldn't be a monetary value. It probably should be something else. Okay. Let's. Uh... T. Higgins versus. Versus, uh, I can't remember his name. He played for Michael, Thomas. Michael Thomas. <laughs> All right, round six. Jake kicked it off with Ken Walker, the third, followed by A.J. Dillon. Dalton Schultz, high to Hollywood Brown, followed by Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks. Amari Cooper, Clyde Edwards-Alaire went to Eric, followed by Miles Sanders. Tyler took Juju. Followed by Jalen Hurts and then Rashad Bateman, who I am very high on, which I think that is great value right there at the end of the sixth round. What else do you guys see in this round? I think Brandon Cooks is good value there. I was going to say the same thing. So you guys, when you guys are drafting, do you guys have other leagues where you're like, I already have that guy in two other leagues. Like, I don't want to take him in a third league. No. No. Really? If I really believe in a guy, I'll get him everywhere I can. like Brandon Cooks is that guy. Like I wanted to take him there, but instead of Kenneth Walker, I'm like, I already got him in a league. Like I don't really need Brandon Cooks. I don't want to like have to root for him in every league. Like if he has a bad week, he's I have a bad week in all my leagues. I like to spread it out a little bit. Maybe other people do that. I like to do that. I would have took Brandon Cooks with my first pick in this draft. I do think Kenneth Walker in the sixth round is a tad bit high. I, I think that's the biggest reach. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, I took him. I, I didn't. He like could him. have tremendous upside if he. Well, never mind. He's not going to have tremendous upside. This offense, that offense is going to be terrible. I would have never taken him sixth round. Yep. I agree. I, it was a bad pick. Can't even defend it. So, what were you thinking when you took him? I was thinking I, I, I wanted to take Cooks or Thielen. Or Juju. Those are the three. So you took a rookie running back coming off surgery (laughs) instead. (laughs) Makes total sense. On a bad team. And and now that I'm looking at this, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? (laughs) Eric, let's talk about your Clyde Edwards Elaire pick. Hate it. Sixth round. Man, I what were you thinking? So I know the upside is there. I needed an RB2. He's in a high powered offense. I don't think that Pacheco or Jarek McKinnon are really going to eat into his workload too much. I still think he's going to get 
40 to 50 catches this year and probably 60% of the groundwork. So I didn't like the guys behind him that I could have as Marby too. And I was really running out of options. So that's why I took him. So knowing you have two wide receivers to fill, you also have three flex spots that could be wide receivers. Let's look at the guys that you passed over. Juju. Who would you take? Guys, would you go C-H Juju or Juju? I would. Rashad I, Bateman. I would probably take Bateman there. Gabe Davis. I'd probably take Davis. Amon Ron St. Brown. I'd probably, I'd probably take St. Brown. Drake London. I'd go CEH there. Yeah. I'm worried about his knee. I would have won a wide receiver. That's just what I would have done. It's, I mean, it's probably the right play. Right. This is why we're yeah. talking about this. All right, round seven kicked off with Cordell Patterson, followed by Damian Harris, Gabe Davis, DeAndre Hopkins. When, well, I should say Tyler took Gabe Davis, DeAndre Hopkins. Eric took his quarterback, Russell Wilson, followed by Dallas Goddard. Monron St. Brown, Drake London. I took TJ Hawkinson, the man I said I would never draft. Kareem Hunt, Hunter Renfro. And then Jake took Madden's fantasy MVP this year, Dak Prescott. I think it's good value. At this what? point, seventh round, you're looking at two guys, Russell Wilson, knowing talking about you guys taking quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, that could easily finish top five in the seventh round. I think it's good value. I mean, at that point, what I was thinking when I was looking at the quarterbacks left, I there there weren't many that I liked after that. There's basically Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, and Brady after that that I would that would want at my quarterback. So I didn't want to risk it coming back to me and not and not getting right. one of those guys um, that and, and uh, it looks like I wouldn't have gotten them. That's what it looks like. Um, so that's why I took Dak where I did. Right. Anything else stand out in this round? Uh, Hawkinson and sucks. <laughs> <laughs> would you take Goddard over Hawkinson? No, because that's no, what happened no, no, in this no, round. no, no. I would take Hawkinson over Goddard. Um, I hate to build up the past winner anymore, but Gabe Davis could possibly lead the league in and touchdowns this year, caught by wide receivers. So I think getting him in the seventh round is pretty damn good. Tyler's just, just killing it. Tyler, you I'm know what? I yes. feel like you have, drafting, if I were to make a team right now, because I had to pick two overall, this is probably pretty, maybe not Jalen Waddle. Yeah, it's a pretty good team. But this is pretty damn close to what Minus I'm one. looking at. Yes, I'm showing my cards right here. But, dude, I love Gabe Davis. So, if, if Gabe you Davis. put Lamar Jackson where he took Waddle, that's a really, really good team. Yeah, but so he didn't take Waddle. So he took Waddle. Well, would you have, what were you taking instead of that? Would you take Godwin? He ended up with Godwin. I'm looking at I don't other. like that. I don't think that's a. I don't, I probably wouldn't take Lamar there. Anyways, Chris Godwin, I mean, but you got Chris Godwin already. He ended up getting him anyway. So if let's say you reverse him, let's say you got Waddle in the next round, you're like, I'd oh, that's right. The only two people I would take would be Mike Williams or J.K. Dobbins in that spot. I'd probably go Mike Williams. Yeah. But Jalen Waddle, like yeah. you, you're talking about, he could potentially get a ton of targets. I mean, he did just come off a hundred catch season. So uh, right. I like Mike Williams a lot too. All right, round eight. Jake took Alan Lazard. Question mark? In, 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 in a, in a no, dynasty league, I, I'm totally just Trishon because you're a Bears fan. That's that was the question. Elijah Moore, Rashad Penny, Brandon Ayuk. I took Brandon Ayuk. Aaron Rodgers, Tony Pollard, Devonta Smith, 
Jay, or Chris took Chris Olave, Ramonde Stevenson, Damian Pierce, the Twitter darling, went to Tyler, another damn good pick. Devin Singletary, and then Dawson Knox closed off round eight. So Tyler, you did it again. Well, actually, I was ready to select Ramondre um, in that spot, but then he got sniped and went the pick before me. So getting Damian Pierce at that point was just like I I wanted to take another running back, and he was he was somebody that, uh, like you said, Twitter darling, everyone's high on him, and he just had a night, another great night. So, um, yeah, he could end up being one of those dark horse league winners. So Damian Pierce probably went from round ten. Maybe nine or 10, 11, 12. Now he's up to eight. Where do you see him going at round or on Tuesday night's draft? Do you even think he makes round eight? Um, probably six or seven. I, I, that's what I'm, I was going to say. He'll probably go around six. God, that is so early, though. I, sh- I sure hope he does in my draft. Yeah, not going to be me. Not to bring up Clyde Edwards or Lair again, or even Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, those three running backs. I'll go? take CEH. Yeah. I'll rank it as CEH, Pierce, Sanders. Okay, that's yeah. round six right there. Well, but I, would, I wouldn't take Sanders in round six. I don't think that that's right. So, But I do think people are going to get – we're just so programmed to take running backs. feel like we need right. to fill our running back spots. We need running backs in our flex where I think people – like you took Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Eric, because you felt the need to fill your RB2 spot. I think there's going to be others exactly like that too. So that's why I think Damian Pierce, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm crazy. I think a lot of people have just felt the pain of either having two good running backs and having one hurt or not getting one and then having to struggle with that second running back spot the whole season. And the pain of that, like you remember that. And when you're drafting, you still remember that. Like I got to get a running back. Cause right. that sucks. <laughs> you can always, you can always get a, another wide receiver that had a good week off of waivers. You can't do that with running back. But I think but in the mega bowl, and I think this is why we're doing this in a full PPR with three flex spots that can be wide receiver running back. I think you can ignore that. Like you, you're going to have a weak spot on your team somewhere on it. Do you might want as well it to be your RB two, or do you want it to be a flex? Like if it might as well be your RB two. Like it's just, yeah. it could be your RB two, and you can get away with it in this in this league. Tyler, do you remember who your two running backs were like when you won the championship last year? Just curious. Um, Austin Eckler, I believe, was one of them because I think he did play the last week because he was hurt there at the end of the season. Yeah, um, I think AJ, you're right. AJ Dillon, I think, was my other. Um, and then, so I remember, I think I played Parker Jackering and I think we had three players that were the exact same. So we both had Cooper cup and I think he had Ronald Jones and I had Ronald Jones on my bench and I started him just so they basically would cancel each other it's out. Old. <laughs> um, old. Yep. And so, uh, I know I had like Travis Kelsey, um, Russell Wilson was my quarterback. Yeah, I stuck with him. How did you and, win with him? Oh, you that didn't was the... just win. You won our. I was in your division, and yeah. you finished first in our division. Mm-hmm. And, but I think and... what helped you in the playoffs, somebody dropped Stephon Diggs, because they didn't you pick up Stephon Diggs in the regular season because somebody is that legal? Was it Stephon Diggs? Could have been. That's crazy. 
because he was struggling at some point and they had I don't know if he had a buy or something oh, and maybe. that team was just so injured and they dropped Stefan Diggs and you had the top waiver priority and you picked mm. it up and I thought oh boy <laughs> somebody dropped AJ Brown in our league too yeah. and then the guy who picked him up scored AJ Brown scored 31 and a half points against me don't be that guy in any league to drop a top 10, top 20 running back or wide receiver, please. Makes no sense. I don't care if he's on a bye. I don't care if he's had a bad two weeks. I don't care if he stubbed his toe this morning when he woke up. Don't drop him. Even though we don't have an IR spot in this league, you still have six bunch spots. Yes. Don't drop one of these top guys Always unless they're else. hurt for the entire season. Don't drop them. Unless they get landed on my team. All right, round nine, T- or Tyler Lockett, Traylon Burks, Tyler took Pat Fryermuth, Tom Brady went, Eric took Garrett Wilson, Zach Ertz, Edmonds, Stafford, I took James Cook, Robert Woods, Melvin Gordon, and then Eric, or Jake got Cole Komet. We're getting down to it. It's kind of starting to get a little bit ugly here. Any real steals? In round nine, I don't think anything really no. stands out. In this no, there's no steals. No. That's that's pretty cookie cutter. Um, I I felt the need at that point to get a tight end. Me too. Um, I really like I I really like who you took, Tyler uh, Frymer or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like him. You took him. Um, I also think that Komet's gonna be. I think he's gonna get a lot of targets this year, and it'll be. A, a useful tight end. It, it, maybe not top 10, but he's not going to kill you. Yeah. I think if there's, I mean, Tom Brady's always a good pick at this. He's probably going to finish top five, but I think the one person in round nine that has the potential to win people leagues, kind of like uh, DeAndre Swift last year, you know, guys that just it. outperform, I would say Chris Ed, or Edmonds okay. would be the guy. You know, he's going to be the RB1 in a good offense. They're going to move the ball. Even if you don't believe in Tua, they're going to move the ball. It's just a matter of can Chase Edmonds stay healthy. He's going to be the passing down back as well. So that's really, for me, that's the only guy I think. These are all gambles here. Yeah, I mean, they're all, they're all gambles. You're, you're, you're either getting your quarterback, your tight end, or you're taking a shot on uh, an RB3 or RB4, really, or a wide receiver to hopefully hit right. at this point. All right, round 10. Christian Kirk went to Jake Kaseki. <clears throat> Trey Lance. I took Derek Carr as my quarterback. Chase Claypool. Kadarius Tony. Michael Carter. Eric took Sky Moore. Alexander Madison. Tyler took his quarterback, Kirk Cousins. The Ravens defense, our first defense, went Ooh. followed by Tyler Boyd. Ravens as the first defense, I think, is probably the most surprising yep. in this round. Yeah. Round 10, you're taking a defense. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think Especially it's one of those things you're filling out your starting roster. People oh. see it. Like, I can maybe see next round you grabbing Buffalo just to get, if they're that, if you feel like they're that big of a positional advantage, possibly. Yes. But Baltimore Ravens. I think yeah. Christian Kirk, too, after his, I think his uh, preseason week two, game where he saw like I want to say it was like eight targets mm-hmm. he's going to be moving up from round 10 I, I agree so if you, I, if you if you drafted already you pro, you you might have got a steal on him but 
I could see him being a round seven, right? Pick, so almost funny you say round seven. I had my first redraft last night, and he was somebody I had in my queue, and he went round seven. Yeah, yeah Kirk, I, so I, I think Carr and Cousins going after Trey Lance. That's that's a surprise to me. I, Why is that? I. Trey, Trey Lance is the league winner. Carr and Cousins. Cousins is going to be good. Carr, QB2. Hey, Derek. Yeah. Up? Who, who won the Mega Bowl the first year? Chris Gotts. Okay, so if you remember, he stacked Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Um, and so, like, that was actually my thinking here at this point was, like, well, Kirk Cousins on the board, and if I think Justin Jefferson is going to be the man, I yep. – it's funny you say that because I was just going to bring that up. Devontae Adams was my first player taken, mm-hmm. and I stacked with Derek Carr. I had the, the stack idea as well. So good minds think alike. It's a good idea. All right, round 11. We have another defense. Buffalo Bills went, followed by James Robinson. Tyler took George Pickens, Russell Gage, Eric went Naheem Hines, the Rams defense, Albert O, Isaiah Spiller. I took Chad White. The LA Chargers defense, Julio Jones, and MVS went to Jake Smith. And if you missed episode four, we know it's Rashad White. Go back and listen to episode four. Jake will say it all. That's why we call him. Pretty sure it's Rashad. I'm pretty sure it's Rashad. I mean, it's spelled that way. (laughs) What do you guys think about Julio Jones going in round 11? I I like him. I don't mind it. I like it a whole lot better than Hines. That I do agree with. I'm confused. What's your guys' hate on Hines? No, I don't have one. I, I don't like, like Julio. Well, their coach even said I would draft him on my, my fantasy team. So obviously he's going way too late. Well, clearly he's never played in the Mega Bowl. And if he did, he would probably have the license plate saying he finished last. Yeah. That's a bad pick, dude. Do you see George Pickens? When we first did our mega draft or our mock draft in the Mega Bowl podcast, the very first podcast we did, Pickens was a last round pick. You guys were mad at me because I took him in the last round. Now he's gone up what six rounds? I don't oh. remember being mad about the Pickens yes, pick. No. Listen the back Heinz at it. pick is a bad. You guys pick. both said you guys had him queued when I took him. It was in the last oh, round because we wanted him. Yeah, we wanted him. So yeah, I just we said. wanted it. We're not mad that you took him. Like we're not saying it was a bad pick. Hines is a bad. You're pick. mad that 11? took him because you wanted him. That's what, that was my point. But anyways, no, no he's, he's, I, he's up five Hines, Hines should not be drafted. Why should Hines not be drafted? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, do you back. think so? Yeah, I think Hines should be drafted, but probably like a handcuff? not in this round. Like a handcuff. Like if you, I honestly don't see a guy behind him right now looking at the draft at running back that I would still right to this day take take in front of him. I wouldn't per- personally. That's just me. You wouldn't go, Rashad. Yeah. Why? Why would Hend- Daryl Henderson? Why? Because Liam White do- has value without Jonathan Taylor get hurt. Rashad White to me only has value if Fournette gets hurt. Only. I might even go Kenneth Gainwell. Brian Robinson. I would not go Brian Robinson. I'm not a Brian Robinson believer. Well, I mean, I if Hines or Herbert. Khalil Herbert. Khalil? I, if, I, I'm a big Herbert guy, too. If David Montgomery gets hurt, I mean, he proved last year that he can he can play. Yeah, but you're relying I don't on think he just proved, I think he might have proved he's even the better running back. Pure running possibly, back. Possibly. Possibly. 
But you could have got Hines like a couple rounds later. I don't know that though, and I wanted him. That's hey, fine. Get the guy you want. All right, let's go on to round twelve. Michael Gallup. Jake, you took Michael Gallup. Saints defense, Hunter Henry took Daryl Henderson. Bucks defense, Cowboys defense, Jarvis Landry. Jamal Williams went to Eric. That is Jameson Williams. Oh, is it Jameson? Yeah, it is, it is. Jameson. My bad. 49ers. Big big wow. Yeah, these Coors lights are starting to get to me. <laughs> Tyler took Joanne Dotson, Christian Watson, and Ronald Jones finished off round 12. Hey, I don't like Ronald Jones. I think that's a terrible pick. Even though it's round 12, it's still a terrible pick. He's probably going to get Defenses released. are really starting to come off the board here. Jameson Williams. Should we discuss him? Well, we'll discuss this first. It's not the Coors Lights that we're getting you. It's the wine you were drinking earlier. Yeah. But, I... yes, Jameson Williams is a league winner, possibly. Though he is in the pup, so he's not going to be available till what, week five? So, so, so when I was picking, I took, ended up taking Gallup. I, I debated between him and Williams. I ended up with Gallup just because I think he's – I think he's – way undervalued even though he's coming off an injury and stuff i think he's way undervalued did he get put on the pup or no 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 okay he will not he will not play week one but there's potential he plays week two or three which you're looking at and williams actually he's out till november now they confirmed he was he was out and not only williams being out he has no rapport with jared goff right jared goff still never even throw the ball to him he i love jameson williams in dynasty dude he's I think he might have the highest ceiling yeah, out of any rookie yeah. in this entire draft. But I don't know. I My screen just went off. Went all crazy. All right, let's go on to round 13. Tyler Higby followed by Tua. Tyler, once again, sniping players. Brian Robinson. Rondell Moore. Eric took Kenneth Gainwell. Devontae Parker. Justin Fields. Kenny Galladay. I took Romeo Dobbs. Um, oh God, what's Myers' first name? Jacoby. <laughs> Jacoby Myers. Damn wine. Tyler Algier. And then Eric or Jake took Khalil Herbert. It's pretty clear the biggest reach in this round is uh that Dobbs guy that oh, everybody no. thinks is Jeff Janis or something, but <laughs> I agree. And at this point that was just pure upside. You know what I just heard the other day? Aaron Robert Aaron Rodgers and Dobbs have lunch together each and every day. Just good for days. them. He's building trust with Aaron Rodgers, the man who. No, he's probably picking up after Aaron Rodgers is what he's doing. He probably is picking up after and probably doing other things to Aaron Rodgers, but. Romeo, Romeo. I don't know. I'm just somebody has to be the number one wide receiver in that offense. So you're saying. I'm not saying he's going. Al Lazard, Sammy Watkins, and Randall Cobb. One of those guys are sitting on the bench. So that's what you're saying. One of them has to. Somebody has to be on the bench after week two when he is hurt. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you're telling me Dobbs is not starting the season. So he's banking on an injury. I'm not even going to have him as starting lineup. No, at this point, this is just a potential high upside play. I'm not saying put him in your starting lineup. I'm saying at this point, I am drafting guys like Richard White, like Romeo Dobbs. Next round, I got Pacheco. Pacheco. These are pure upside guys that yeah. could be potential big winners. I'm not saying put him in your starting lineup. I'm just saying. Take a shot. That's all I'm doing. Just saying, hey, I'm probably going to get have to wear a bumper sticker that says I'm lost. The, God, that would, the you know, that one. would really suck if I have to have that. I, 
I think that <laughs> that would be I the think, most fitting route. I understand like Dobbs, he's the preseason Jerry Rice, but Jacoby Myers has been proven. He's proven to have um uh, a connection with with Mac Jones. I I I could never take Dobbs before Jacoby right. Myers here. But I also look at it this Myers has a ceiling where I don't think the ceiling very high. He could he's probably gonna be the number one in a very low passing offense where if somehow Dobbs and Rogers become besties, his ceiling is that much higher. I think Dobbs's floor is much lower. Like he might not even see the field. Who knows? He might just be a preseason darling, but that's all. That's all I'm doing. I'm not saying yeah, I'm just I just don't see Aaron Rodgers and a rookie being a big connection the first year. Maybe maybe Dobbs has a bright future, but so I just don't see the first year. Isn't he dropping a ton of balls in practice? I've I've heard oh. he's had he, that was his draft profile is like he had bad hands. That was his thing. Like he had bad hands, and he I must heard have Kenny Pickett small hands. Yeah, but being a son, Jamar ton of balls had, in practice. Jamar Chase had the drops last year in training. Yeah, but that, and that's not the happened. same. That's Why is it not the same? same? He already Jamar Chase already had a relationship with Joe Burrows. Rodgers does not tolerate drop balls. That's the difference. Maybe he's carrying Rogers' food to prevent dropping balls, work on his hand skills. <laughs> Good Just saying. Hey, let's before we go into round 14, Tyler, you sniped another guy, Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's going round 13. This is kind of like who we talked about, Damian Pierce, before. I don't see Robinson making round 13. I, I see him probably in round 10. What do you guys think? Especially now that Gibson's going to be the return guy. If you're going to be the return guy, you're probably not going to be the starting running back. Yeah. I'm not taking him in round 10. I probably wouldn't either, but in hindsight, you know, I probably shouldn't draft two commanders back-to-back. I think that was a mistake on my part, so I'll admit (laughs) that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, maybe You're playing upside right here. Yeah, I am. Touchdown upside. Mm-hmm. right here he's not going to be on passing downs with mckissick and gibson but they need a goal line back and you know if he gets double digit touchdowns i think this is a good pickup yeah so our drafts in what four days five five days i could honestly see him being in the same range as damian pierce by that time right i 100 percent agree. if they are seriously naming brian robinson the starter yep. or at least the 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 lead running back that's going to get the majority of the carries. I agree. And Damian Pierce got drafted in the eighth round. He'll probably go sooner than that. So, yeah, Brian Robinson in the eighth round, no thank you. Right. But 13th round? I'll yeah, take 13th that. It's just round, not going right. to happen. Yeah. If you're, not getting if you're out there listening, you're not going to get Brian Robinson in the 13th round. If you're in my league, you're probably not going to get Brian Robinson. Or if you're in my division, I will probably, if 12th round, I'll probably take him just for that sure. pure upside. All right. Round 14, Jake took Zamir White, J.D. McKissick, Marlon Mack, I took Pacheco, Irv Smith, Mark Ingram, Trevor Lawrence, Eric took Jalen Tolbert, Noah Fant, Tyler took his second quarterback, Jared Goff, DJ Chark, and then Sean Watson, a guy that we talked about last week. Do you even have him? Do you draft him? I wouldn't, but... What do you guys think this round? 
I still probably wouldn't waste a bench spot on him even at this point because, like, we were actually just talking about this earlier today. A guy who hasn't played football in two years, are you really worried about him for the last, what, five weeks of the year actually be like being good? He's going to be building chemistry during that time. Like, but not Watson. He can't. He can't be at the facility. Yeah. Well, the, the last five weeks of the year, he can. Oh, yeah, but. That, that's what I mean. Like, that's when he's got to build the chemistry. He can't even do it like during the season. And why would they want to? Because they need Jacoby Brissett to get all the all the reps. I just, yeah, I, I don't think this year he's worth anything. Right. So here, I think Trevor Lawrence dropping that far maybe is is a bit of a surprise. Because who? Okay, who do you who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? Well, they already know my response, especially my bold prediction. I'd go Trevor Lawrence. But Lawrence Fields just strictly based off of his rushing. Well, Fields yeah. is gonna I carry the Bears to six wins, right? So he well, must do the Jack, does Jacksonville get six wins? No. I, th- I think they have a better no. chance of getting six wins. I, I agree. I think they have a better chance. Think, That's like just they have your a... opinion, and your opinion is stupid. <laughs> so. well, I mean, they do have a Super Bowl winning coach now, so I mean. That's true. Fuck. If he can lead Nick Foles to a Super Bowl, he can lead just about anybody. Yeah. They have Travis Etienne. I don't think either one you're taking, obviously, as your QB1. No. no. But. I think Fields has the higher upside in fantasy. In real life, Lawrence has the higher upside, in my opinion. But in fantasy football, Justin Fields has the higher upside because of his rushing. Lawrence can run too, though. I mean, That's now that he's got I his boy, Etienne, little bit, not much. Zone, zone read, he gone. So Tyler, you took Jared Goff. Yep. Right here. What was your reasoning behind Jared Goff? I told you I was high on the Lions, so I just figured I'd take a shot in the dark and. You can't say two dumb things in the same draft. <laughs> the same same round. All right, well, let's go to round 15. This is where Jamal Williams actually went at the 15-1 spot. David Njoku, Tyler took Raheem Mostert, Nicole Hardman, Isaiah McKenzie went to Eric, Sammy Watkins, Chuba Hubbard, Terry, was it Tyrion Davis-Price? Sorry if I'm butching stuff. I took the Green Bay Packers defense, Alec Pierce, Jameson, or James Winston, and Matt Ryan to Jake. Jake grabbed his second quarterback. Jake, are you the one to grab two quarterbacks in the draft, no matter what? Uh, yeah, I like to take two. Um, I, I mean, if it was like, if, if Matt Ryan would have went before Jameis Winston, I probably wouldn't have taken one, but Matt Ryan's there. I'm going to take him as my number two. No problem. What do you think about Matt Ryan this year, Tyler? Um, he has fantasy value? I don't think he's top 12, but he's probably, you know, top 18. Like, I think, I think he finishes the top 18. If you got a bye week and you can start Matt Ryan, are you going to be all right with it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I exactly. agree with that. I agree with that. Well, he has an excellent tight end too. So, oh, Mo Cox. <laughs> oh, Allie Cox, who's going to lead the league in touchdowns this year. So, let's go into the final round, round 16. Jake took his first, his only defense to Pittsburgh Steelers, followed by Odell Beckham Jr., Nico Collins. I took Mo Allie Cox. Oh, Cox. Daryl Williams, Van Jefferson, Gus Edwards. Eric took the Colts defense, Gerald Everett. Tyler took the Broncos defense, who I think is going to be a sleeper this year. 
Osborne, and then Hamler closes it off. AJ Hamler. I actually, this, after I selected Raheem Mostert last round, I started scrolling, and I probably would have taken Nico Collins in that spot. I was just going to say something about that. I think yeah. he is so underrated this year. Ooh, who's got them on their dynasty team? What well, doesn't matter? You can I do. Nico I do. Collins I do. redraft, I think, is very underrated. I think Gus Edwards in the last round is a pretty good value. Because he's going to come back after round four, and he's going to get a lot of run. Is he though? If he's already getting put in a pup, what if what, what the, if he? So he comes he back gets, round f- or week five. He's what? the third string running back. They didn't sign him to a contract. He might be the fourth string. Mike Davis is there. I I take Davis Justin Edwards over Mike Davis. Wow, just saying. Mike Davis is healthy right now. Yeah. I do like some of the defenses in this last round, though. Very good. I mean, I hate talking about defenses, but Steelers, they have elite pass rush. Colts play in a terrible division. I think they have a very good defense. And then also Denver. I, they have a good, great secondary, and they're going to have a good pass rush. I, I really like Denver. That's a defense that I'm definitely looking to get. I did not mean to take Packers last round. I would have taken Denver, but my fat fingers on the computer. Accidentally click. I don't want any defense in that AFC West, so that's that's my only thing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. With every that. time you yeah. play the every time you play the Chiefs or the yeah. Chargers or any of them, I mean the Raiders it's actually might be. I think if you draft a defense from the AFC West, you have to draft another defense because if you let's say you draft the Broncos and they're playing a team from a different division, I think they're going to be an excellent play. But if they're you just playing, got time for that. You just gave me the exact reason why I'm never going to draft a defense from the AFC yeah. West because I'm never going to draft two defenses. You but they're going to, if they play, defenses. but why, why wouldn't you play the matchups though? Let's say Denver's playing, you know, the Colts division and they get another thing. We, another thing we just mentioned tonight. Do you really want to waste your waiver pick? Cause then now you move from I'm not waiver wire waiver, this is why you all the way down to the bottom. This is why you have two defenses. Not waste wasting a waiver. Because I'd rather take a shot on Nico Collins, who could be yep. who knows what, over a backup defense that I have to stream and hope I pick the me- the best matchup every week. And you got to waste a bench spot on a defense. Yeah, and you got to waste a bench spot. So w- yeah, if you have a couple injuries, now you're down to three bench spots or whatever it is. It's just I no not I, it's just it's not for me. I stream defenses a lot, so like that's. That's fine, but do. you don't keep two defenses on your team, do you? No. Great. You drop no. it, you get another one the next week. Like, you don't mm-hmm. keep two defenses. Or you stream them in leagues where it's like free agent budget for your waiver, so you, right. you're, you're bidding on guys. Whereas in the no. Mega Bowl, it's waiver prior, priority. So if you pick mm-hmm. up a defense, now you drop to the bottom. Now Stefan Diggs gets dropped. You don't get Stefan Diggs. Yep. You don't want to chance that. No. I agree. Tyler, yeah. I didn't ask you this. What mm-hmm. division are you in? Um, I don't even know. Wow. The, wow. Uh, the one where I pick first. Wait, all three of you guys pick first? Well, yep. you, cause uh-huh. you, you did it how, like, how quick you signed up. I know that, but what are the odds that three of us pick first? I pick second. I am in the LFO AFC division. LFO. Can you name so, a song? LFO sings. No. 
Oh, there was a good one. I can't think of what the hell it was, no. They talk about Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, yeah. New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Had a bunch, had of, a hits. bunch of hits. Chinese food. Make some Chinese sense. food, too. <laughs> All right. Summer Girls. That's the song. Thank you. I, I knew what it was. I was just hoping somebody would say something. All right. You guys ready to close out? That's it for episode five of the Derek's Makeable Podcast. We have no listener mailbag questions for today. Reminder that the draft is next Tuesday at 9 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Be ready. Do your draft prep. Have fun with it. Next week's episode, we'll dive into the Makeable draft season, discussing our draft results, revealing the top 10 power rankings based on the draft and more. But until then, have a great week. And as a wise man once said, we're your mother. See ya. You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl Podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback.